Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Meet Janice. Unfortunately, her thing is sneeze attacks every time spring returns. I literally sneezed 40 times in a row once. Luckily for Janice, at the Walmart pharmacy, she can get over-the-counter allergy relief for things like sneezing, runny nose, and watery eyes, fast with online pickup or delivery. No more suffering? That's nothing to sneeze at. (laughs) I see what you did there. Help survive allergy season with fast online pickup or delivery from Walmart. Welcome to an easier pharmacy. Welcome to your Walmart. I'm Dylan Tire, and this is Believe in Ohio State. Very happy to have you with me this week as we get into really our off-season edition of Believe in Ohio State Football. And this week, it's going to be all about the players leaving Ohio State for the NFL Draft and which players are returning to Ohio State and uh, not foregoing their eligibility to enter the NFL Draft. So there's a lot of news surrounding the program in regards to uh, the NFL Draft. A couple of big names coming back, plenty of big names going to the next level, and uh, a coach going to the next level to a former Ohio State coach going to the next level, which I'm sure you're all familiar with already, but I'm going to give my take on that as well. But before we get into anything, I got to tell you about Bet Online because Bet Online makes this podcast possible. So here we go. The Super Bowl is right around the corner. If you're looking to place a bet on any of the sports going on right now, including the Super Bowl, betonline.ag is the best and only place you should be locking in. From game spreads and totals to team props, player props, even coaching props, BetOnline gives you more options to wager than any other place online. They also have their online casino as well. That never closes. So head to betonline.ag today and take advantage of all their great sign-up bonuses. Again, that's betonline.ag and sign up today. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. So let us first talk about that coaching news. Urban Meyer, former Ohio State head coach, college football legend, no matter where he was, Utah, Florida, Ohio State, no matter where Urban Meyer was, he was a legend of college football. So I'm just going to call him Ohio State legend, college football legend, Urban Meyer is going to the next level. He is going to the National Football League, and he's going to be the head coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars. A great situation in Jacksonville for Urban 
with the number one overall pick. They've got a ton of cap space there as well. They've got a lot of draft capital this year. So it's a great situation. In my opinion, probably the best situation uh, on the head coaching market this offseason. So congratulations to Urban Meyer, first and foremost, for taking that step taking that step rather to the next level. It's something that's come out in the past week that that he said he's thought about for the past few years. He's molded over and he's really wanted to make that step. He's done a lot of research on what it's going to take in the National Football League and he thinks he's going to be successful there. And that's where I've heard a lot of discrepancy around this. You know, I think the easy thing, maybe the lazy thing to say is College football coaches can't do it in the NFL. What did Nick Saban do? We saw Nick Saban fail in the NFL. He was a horrible NFL coach, great college coach, great recruiter, but he couldn't do it in the NFL. I think a lot of people see Urban Meyer similarly. They view him similarly to the way they do Nick Saban in terms of a great college football coach, a fabulous recruiter, maybe the best recruiter in the history of college football, making that step to the NFL, how's it going to be possible? Because these rec- these coaches, uh, they, they motivate their players in different ways. They rely on discipline in different ways because in college, you're working with 18 to 22-year-olds. In the pros, you're working with 22-year-olds to, in some cases, 45-year-olds, uh, if we're talking about Tom Brady. But, uh, it's just different. You motivate in different ways. There's no sort of recruiting. It's more about strategy. It's more about game planning. It's more about a different type of respect with the players, a different relationship with your players. But if anybody can do it, I have a strange feeling that it's going to be Urban Meyer. I don't really subscribe to the Urban Meyer can't do it in the pros category. I... I, I was there maybe at the beginning, you know, I don't know if Urban can do this. He's so motivational in a way that works with college players. Can he do it at the next level? He's such a great recruiter. How is that going to translate to the next level? But now that I've thought about it more and more, I think Urban Meyer can do it at the next level because he's very good at delegating. When he was at Ohio State, he allowed his coaches to coach. He allowed the offensive coordinator to do what the offensive coordinator does. He allowed the defensive coordinator to do what the defensive coordinator does. In his later days at Ohio State, I really viewed Urban Meyer more so as a general manager. He was a delegator. He oversaw everything. He coached the coaches. That's what he would say. He said, my job is to coach the coaches. And I think that plays at the next level. And maybe the biggest thing about Urban Meyer is whenever things go bad, he always takes the onus. He always bears the brunt of what's going on. And I think that's going to work at the next level as well. He's not blaming the players. He's never calling out the athlete. He takes the blame. His coaches take the blame. And I think NFL players will respond to that. So I'm very, very interested to see how things go in Jacksonville with Urban Meyer. I think there's a potential for success there. And I mean, Maybe it's it's lazy, like I said, to say that college football coaches can't do it at the next level. We have the Nick Saban example, uh, but you know he's the most high-profile guy when it comes to doing that, I suppose. But look at Matt Rule. Matt Rule, in his first season in the NFL, did a pretty good job in Carolina coming over from Baylor. A lot of people like what Matt Rule is doing and building there in Carolina. Why can't Urban Meyer, who has a much better track record, a more proven track record than a guy like Matt Rule, do the exact same thing? Urban Meyer garners more respect in the football world than Matt Rule did. 
I mean, just the pure amount of Ohio State players that Urban Meyer put into the National Football League alone, I think, can create almost an entire NFL roster. So, I mean, the respect is there for Urban Meyer, and I'm very, very eager to see what he can do at the next level, especially given the situation he has now in Jacksonville with the number one overall pick, the draft capital, and all that cap space. I think Jacksonville is a pretty good location right now, a pretty desirable location for an NFL free agent. Why wouldn't you want to go to Florida and live in the warm weather? Why wouldn't you want to be in a good situation like that with the number one overall pick in guys wanting to play for a new head coach? I think it's very, very intriguing, so I'm going to keep my eyes on that going forward this offseason. Of course, the draft is going to be huge for Jacksonville and Urban Meyer, so I'm going to have my eyes all over the draft uh, in terms of Jacksonville or from the perspective of Jacksonville, and then I'm really eager to see what happens going into next season. So a lot of good for Urban Meyer and a lot of excitement down in Jacksonville with that news. One other note in regard to Ohio State football before we get into all the guys leaving and which players will be returning next season, Justin Hilliard has officially been invited to the Reese's Senior Bowl, so that's a big one there for the Ohio State senior linebacker Justin Hilliard. He's one of these guys that will be playing at the next level, so I think an opportunity to showcase himself one more time around some of the best senior talent in college football is going to be huge. Because remember, Justin Hilliard, when he came to Ohio State, he was the number one overall linebacker recruit in the country. So expectations for Justin Hilliard were extremely high coming to Ohio State and playing in Columbus. He didn't see the field for the first couple of seasons. He dealt with big-time injuries the past couple of seasons, and finally this year he got his chance. It was rotational. It was rotational. He wasn't really starting every game, but he got his chance, and he made the most of it. Justin Hilliard was fantastic for Ohio State this season, so I think this opportunity to play in the Senior Bowl can boost that draft stock even more for Justin Hilliard, and it would not shock me whatsoever if he were to be a successful linebacker at the next level. Heck, maybe we'll have a reunion with he and Urban Meyer in Jacksonville. So just like I'm excited for Urban Meyer going to the pros, I'm really excited to see what Justin Hilliard does at the Senior Bowl and then to see if and and where he gets drafted and what he's able to do in the National Football League. Now it is time to get into our Ohio State news, which players are leaving for the draft, which players are coming back. But before we do that, we've got another new ad this week, and that is Kansas City Stakes. And with a new year comes tons of new big games and sports. And with big games, you need big stakes. Kansas City Stakes has the cuts you crave to celebrate the playoffs and the big game. Visit KansasCitySteaks.com slash game day and save up to $25 on combos perfect for game day. Plus, get free shipping with code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, at checkout. Try out the Snack Pack Combo featuring small plates with big flavor. They've got mini beef Wellington steak burger sliders, mac and cheese melts, and shrimp wrapped in bacon. Doesn't that sound good? Every order is flash frozen delivered directly to your home. Satisfaction guaranteed or your money back. Basically every cut of steak imaginable, plus appetizers, desserts, barbecue, and so much more. So Kansas City Steaks is where it's at. Again, go to KansasCitySteaks.com slash game day and use the code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, BELIEVE, at checkout for free shipping. Kansas City Steaks, big games, big taste. All right, so now it's time to go over the players leaving Ohio State 
to test their luck at the next level in the NFL draft. I'm going to go down the list, tell you who's leaving, and I'm going to talk about kind of what impact that leaves for Ohio State. First and foremost, cornerback Sean Wade is no longer with the Ohio State football program. He is going to the 2021 NFL draft. Now, what does this mean for Ohio State? Well, what does this mean for Sean Wade? Sean Wade came into this season at Ohio State potentially as the top cornerback off the board in the NFL draft, almost guaranteed to be a first-round pick. But let me tell you, Sean Wade put up bad tape this season at Ohio State. All the projections I'm seeing have him maybe not even a second-round pick, probably a third- or a fourth-round pick. And that certainly hurts for Sean Wade because had he left after his last season at Ohio State, after that junior year, he might have been a first-round pick, definitely a second-round pick. But now that NFL teams see him struggling at outside cornerback rather than the slot spot, rather than at safety, uh, there's a lot of uh, uncertainty. There's a lot up in the air surrounding Sean Waite. It's just a shame that he wasn't able to put better tape together this uh, this past season with the Buckeyes. I know he was an All-American, but uh, I think you just got to watch those games back and you'll see him struggling, particularly in those last couple of games for Ohio State when he was facing off against big receivers, guys like Devontae Smith, guys like Amari Rogers. Uh, those games, he struggled a little bit against Clemson and Alabama. So unfortunately for Sean Wade, I think his draft stock has fallen quite mightily this season, but he's still going to get an opportunity at the next level. And if history says anything about what Ohio State defensive backs can do in the NFL, I think it's worth taking a chance on Sean Wade. So best of luck to Sean at the next level. A couple of other guys going to the NFL draft, Drew Chrisman, Ohio State punter, and Blake Hobiel, Ohio State kicker. Yeah, it stinks to have those guys leave, especially Crispin, because he's one of the best punters in the country. He's such a weapon when it comes to flipping the field. But Ohio State, uh, they've got guys in the pipeline to replace him at punter. And uh, like I said with Sean Wade, if history shows anything about punters at Ohio State these past couple of seasons, the Buckeyes are in good hands going forward. They've got Jess Murko, an Australian punter, coming in, and he's supposed to be the real deal. So I'm not too worried about Sh or Drew Chrisman leaving, but yeah, it stinks because he is that good. But I'm definitely, definitely intrigued to see if he gets drafted because I think he definitely has the talent to get drafted as a punter. And if not, I'm interested to see where he lands because he's definitely going to make a difference. Heck, maybe he'll land in Jacksonville. you got to keep an eye on all of these Ohio State players coming out uh, in regards to the Jacksonville Jaguars because they might want to scoop up some of these guys, particularly the undrafted free agents. I'd imagine a lot of undrafted free agent Buckeyes will end up in Jacksonville. Will Drew Crispin be one of them? That remains to be seen. But he will no longer be at Ohio State, and just like him, Ohio State place kicker Blake Hobiel will no longer be at Ohio State. He's going to go to the NFL draft. Uh, I have a hard time imagining that a kicker like Hobiel is going to be drafted. Will he get a look in the NFL? Most certainly, because he's a guy with a big leg. He's a guy who had a pretty good track record of making kicks at Ohio State. So definitely an intriguing prospect there. He's a big kicker. Like I said, he's got a big leg. So I'd imagine he'll catch on with somebody uh, probably as an undrafted free agent. He was a guy that was hurt at times this season for Ohio State, so probably didn't want to have 
the final season that he did. But the year prior, very good for Ohio State. You remember that Northwestern game he hit, I think, a 52-yard field goal. That gave people a lot of hope at Ohio State because it had been a while since the Buckeyes really had a reliable kicker. I think they had that in Hobiel for the most part, but uh, they'll no longer have that with him. Instead, they're going to have a couple of guys competing for that kicking job next season. Another big loss for Ohio State, center Josh Myers. He might be the first interior lineman off the board this season in the NFL draft because uh, a lot of people are saying it's going to be he or Wyatt Davis. Josh Myers is that good. He doesn't really get the recognition that Wyatt Davis does. Davis kind of has that name recognition from being a high uh, a high level recruit, being an All American uh, throughout his career at Ohio State. Well, Josh Myers was a big time recruit as well for the Buckeyes. Maybe just a little bit more quiet because he plays center. I feel like centers don't get as much recognition. He can also play guard. We'll see where he plays in the National Football League. But Josh Myers, I would bet a lot of money is going to be a, a top two round pick, if not a first round pick. So that's definitely a big loss for Ohio State. But the good news there, Ohio State has a lot in the cupboard when it comes to offensive line talent. So we're going to have guys stepping right in for the Buckeyes, and I think the offensive line is going to look pretty darn good next season. So I'm not too worried about losing losing Josh Myers, but uh, it definitely is a big loss for Ohio State. Another big loss in the backfield, Trey Sermon will go to the NFL draft. Sermon, a senior at Ohio State, was... Uh, just fantastic down the stretch. Of course, he gets hurt on the first play of the national championship game against Alabama, so he doesn't get to showcase himself there against one of the best teams in the country. But he's going to be probably a high-round pick, uh, a second-round, maybe a late second-rounder, uh, likely a third- or a fourth-round draft pick. But he did that, uh, or he boosted that stock in what he did uh, in the final few games of the season, Michigan State then Northwestern, then Clemson. Those three games are what made Trey Sermon's season. That's what probably got him drafted this year, those three games. Otherwise, maybe somebody takes a flyer on him in the late rounds. Uh, in all likelihood, he's an undrafted free agent without those games, but he showed what he can do behind Ohio State's excellent offensive line, those huge games against Michigan State, the Ohio State uh, rushing record against Northwestern in the Big Ten Championship game, and he followed that up with a massive game in the college football playoff semifinal against Clemson. So Trey Sermon's a guy that I'm going to be rooting for because he had a lot of doubters this season. Uh, he overcame a lot, the transfer, the rough start with the Buckeyes, but then he really showcased his star potential. So like I said, he's a guy that I'm going to be rooting for going into the draft and going to the National Football League. Another offensive lineman leaving Ohio State, Wyatt Davis. Uh, I think we all knew this one going into the season. Wyatt Davis wanted to come back, wanted to win a national championship. Well, the Buckeyes got to the title game, but they felt they fell a little bit short. Wyatt Davis, uh, probably the first interior lineman off the board in this NFL draft. Uh, almost a lock to be a first-round pick. So if you're Wyatt Davis, you got to leave in that situation, and he's going to be a good one at the next level. From everything I'm seeing, he's a plug-and-play offensive lineman. Get drafted, put him right in. He's going to play for a long time and be good for a long time. So that's Wyatt Davis. He's a guy that you hate to see leave Ohio State because he was so important to that offensive line. It felt like Wyatt Davis was a guy that never, ever made a mistake. You never had to worry about Wyatt Davis. Well, now you might have to worry about that offensive line a little bit more. But like I said, uh, I'm not really worried about the Buckeyes' offensive line. The cupboard is full of talent. We'll have guys filling in next season and filling in well. But certainly uh, 
Sad to see Wyatt Davis go, but happy to see him go as well. Happy to see him uh, make it to the next level and get paid because he's a guy uh, that's certainly going to have a very good NFL career and certainly going to be a first-round draft pick. So Wyatt Davis going to the National Football League is now we'll go to the defensive side of the football. Uh, We started off with Sean Wade. Ohio State linebacker Baron Browning is going to test his luck in the NFL draft. He's a very interesting prospect. I saw a mock draft that had him going to the Saints in the second round. I think that's probably a good slot for him. Second or third round choice uh, for Baron Browning. A very athletic linebacker. I'm not sure we ever fully saw him live up to his potential at Ohio State. He was a five-star recruit coming to the Buckeyes. Uh, He he played a bit as a sophomore, as a junior. Um, This past season was probably his best as a Buckeye, a season that really he had to be good in at Ohio State if he wanted to to be a draft a drafted player but uh, he's definitely a guy that I'm going to have my eyes on at the next level he's that typical Ohio State player that's very highly touted coming into Ohio State maybe doesn't have quite the career you thought he was going to with the Buckeyes but the talent is there if he's developed correctly at the next level he could be an impact linebacker in the NFL for a very long time and that's not to say Baron Browning didn't have a good career at Ohio State just not the five-star you know number one overall linebacker type career that you really expect and maybe those expectations are unfair but I think you know what I mean Regardless, Baron Browning, he's going to be drafted into the National Football League, and he's going to have an opportunity to make an impact. Going to the defensive line, Tommy Togiai, he's going to leave Ohio State and go to the draft. This guy is interesting. I'm not sure where he's going to be picked. I think he's got the strength. I think he's got the talent to be a first-round pick. Probably not going to be a first-round pick, though, just because of sample size at Ohio State. He's got, you know, really one complete full season of tape. I know he played a lot last season, or or the I guess now two seasons ago. I guess the national championship run uh, is now last season. But, um, yeah, Tommy Togiai, he's a guy with a lot of talent. Like I said, a lot of talent for Tommy Togiai. I'd expect maybe a second-round pick, a third-round pick for Togiai, somewhere in there. But wherever he goes, I think the coaches are going to be surprised with what they got. I think they're going to be pleased with what they got because, you know, everything you hear from Ohio State, this is the strongest player on the team, one of the most athletic players on the team, and he showcased that this season. He was fantastic on that defensive line for Ohio State. He was great in the middle for Ohio State. So that's going to be a big loss up front for the Buckeyes. We're still waiting to hear what Haskell Garrett's going to do. If Haskell Garrett leaves for the NFL, that's going to be a a big issue for Ohio State. It it could really be a big issue for Ohio State filling the gaps on that defensive line. Um, Similar to the way I talked about the offensive line, you know the talent's been recruited on the defensive line. You know the talent's there. It's just a matter of performance when you step in. And, And that was a big unknown for Ohio State this season. We weren't sure what Tommy Togiai and Haskell Garrett were going to do. Well, they formed one of the best interior defensive lines we've seen at Ohio State, I think, in quite a while. So Tommy Togiai going to the NFL draft, another guy that has a real opportunity to be an impact player at the next level, as does Jonathan Cooper. Jonathan Cooper is a guy that has meant so much to Ohio State these past couple of seasons. He'll be drafted. Uh, He should be drafted uh, this coming year. Probably a later round draft pick, but another guy that was a big time recruit at Ohio State, a five star recruit, and he's got a lot of potential. Player that dealt with injuries at Ohio State, player that kind of had a slow start to his collegiate career with Ohio State, 
but a guy that meant a lot to the program, the heart and soul of the program this past season. So you can't help but root for Jonathan Cooper at the next level, and I hope he makes an impact. He's a guy that I could definitely see joining Urban Meyer in Jacksonville. I know Urban Meyer loves those high-character guys like Jonathan Cooper, and he's a guy that could really, really help out that locker room. You know, similar to the way that we saw Terry McLaurin in uh, in, wa- in Washington, excuse me, wanted to call uh, Washington Jacksonville for a minute, but similar to the way we've seen uh, Terry McLaurin impact the Washington football team room there. You know, he's come in and really started to change the culture. He's helped change the culture there as has Chase Young coming in this season. Um, But yeah, Jonathan Cooper, just something tells me he could do something similar in Jacksonville. So so watch out for Jonathan Cooper down in Jacksonville. Of course, the last player we got to talk about leaving Ohio State, the quarterback, Justin Fields. Um, He's probably going to be the second overall pick, probably the second quarterback off the board, unless Urban Meyer shocks everybody and goes Justin Fields over Trevor Lawrence, number one overall. But Justin Fields wasn't really an Urban Meyer guy. I think a lot of people forget about that. He was a Ryan Day guy, Ryan Day transfer coming in. But it's going to be a big loss. Justin Fields leaving Ohio State, you know, I'd put him right up there with the top two or three quarterbacks in the history of Ohio State. Um, For my money, I think he's the most talented quarterback Ohio State has ever had. Maybe the best quarterback Ohio State has. I think there's a difference there, and I think you know what I mean. The most talented quarterback, there's a thing, but the best quarterback, he puts together the best resume at Ohio State, that sort of thing. Is that Troy Smith for Ohio State? Is that uh, JT Barrett at Ohio State? Is that Dwayne Haskins at Ohio State? Is that Justin Fields? I couldn't tell you, but uh, Justin Fields certainly feels like a guy that should have won a Heisman Trophy at some point in his collegiate career, but never did. Uh, You know, I mean, he meant so much for Ohio State. Justin Fields, it is a big loss for the Buckeyes, and they've got a lot of question marks at the quarterback position. Will it be Jack Miller? Will it be C.J. Stroud? Will it be Kyle McCord, the true freshman, coming in next season? A lot of unknowns at the quarterback position for Ohio State, but they're going to get some help as we uh, move on to the players returning at Ohio State. But before we do that, I just want to reiterate again, Justin Fields is a big loss for the Buckeyes, but this is a guy that uh, I really, really want to see succeed at the next level. I know people are a little bit hesitant about Fields, what he did uh, in that Indiana game, the Northwestern game, the national championship game wasn't his best, but he saw what he did in the big game against Clemson. One of the all-time performances in the history of college football, in the history of Ohio State, in the brief history of the college football playoff. That was a big-time game from Justin Fields, and that's what he's capable of. That's what we want to see him do in the National Football League. So let's see him do it. Let's hope that Justin Fields is that second overall pick. Let's hope that he is that high first-round pick and that he succeeds in the National Football League. So now it's time to talk about the players returning to Ohio State and how that helps the Buckeyes. But before we do that, we've got another ad this week. It's 2021. There are self-driving cars, plant burgers, and tourists in space. The least your phone could do is download entertainment in a flash. For that, you should get AT&T 5G. AT&T 5G is fast, reliable, secure, and nationwide. Want to make sure your phone service keeps up with what you need from it? Get AT&T 5G. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See AT&T.com slash 5G for you for details. All right, now let's talk about the players coming back to Ohio State. 
a big, big addition, well, a big, big returner on the offensive line that I view as an addition next season because I thought this guy was going to go to the NFL, and that's Ohio State left tackle Thayer Munford. This guy's been a starter at Ohio State forever. He's a player that I thought should have been an All-American this past season. He was fantastic at left, left tackle for Ohio State. So it's great to have Thayer Munford back on the offensive line for the Buckeyes because that's going to give uh, the new quarterback, whoever it is, just uh, some added confidence, uh, a calming presence on the left side in Thayer Munford, a guy that you know has been there before and will do it again. So Thayer Munford back at Ohio State. He's going to forego the draft this season. He'll be drafted next season for sure. But Thayer Munford is uh, is a huge guy coming back to Ohio State because he is a, a real anchor on the left side of that offensive line. Another guy coming back, tight end Jeremy Ruckert. This is an interesting one for me because we've seen how Ohio State utilizes its tight ends. Uh, they don't do it a whole lot. But Jeremy Ruckert is another big-time tight end recruit. He was an Urban Meyer recruit. Uh, I think he was the number one overall tight end recruit in his class. Correct me if I'm wrong there, uh, but he was definitely in the top three, if not the first. But Jeremy Ruckert interests me because I think he's going to be very, very good at the next level when that is. But I assume the reasoning for Jeremy Ruckert is uh, he wants to get another season on tape. He assumes that maybe with a new quarterback, a younger quarterback, he will be utilized in the offense a little bit more and his draft stock uh, will rise. Because, like I said, Jeremy Rucker is a big-time talent and I think he's going to be a really good NFL tight end. So I'm happy to have him back at Ohio State, just another safety valve for whoever the young quarterback is next season. Another safety valve back and probably the biggest returner to Ohio, Ohio State this season, wide receiver Chris Olave. He shocked a lot of people. Uh, I'd seen him as a first-round draft pick, projected as a first-round pick, but he's going to come back for his senior season at Ohio State. And that is huge, huge, huge for the Buckeyes. He has an opportunity with a big season next year to be statistically the greatest receiver in Ohio State history. He could be the leader in touchdowns, the leader in receptions, and the leader in receiving yards with a big season next year. He needs, you know, like 90 catches, 1,100 yards, and something like 13 or 14 touchdowns. So it would be a huge year, but definitely doable for a receiver like Chris Olave. And that really makes that Ohio State receiving room as strong as it ever has been. You thought it was good this past season. Well, with Chris Olave back next year, Garrett Wilson back another year with Julian Fleming, Jackson Smith, and Jigba, the receivers coming in, this is a big-time receiver room. And whoever comes in at quarterback at Ohio State is going to be in a very, very healthy position because they've got all those weapons to throw to. So Chris Olave coming back is massive for Ohio State. That uh, erases a lot of doubt, I think, offensively for Ohio State because like I talked about with Jeremy Ruckert, it's as big a safety valve as you could possibly have. He's one of the best receivers in the country, and I think that's his decision. I think that's his reasoning in coming back to Ohio State. He knows he has an opportunity to go even higher in the draft with a big season next year. He saw what Devontae Smith did as a senior this past season, coming back to Alabama, winning the Heisman Trophy. I think Chris Olave thinks he can be the best receiver in the country next year and do that too. I think he thinks he can be the number one receiver off the board. And you know what? I think he can be too. I think Chris Olave has been that underrated in his career at Ohio State, and I think he can be that good. So Chris Olave, back with the Buckeyes. And the final guy I'm going to talk about coming back to Ohio State defensive end, Tyreek Smith. 
that's a big help on the defensive line for Ohio State because we talked about those guys already leaving. Tommy Togiai, Jonathan Cooper, potentially Haskell Garrett. So to have Tyreek Smith back is just a nice veteran on the outside, a pass rusher coming back for Ohio State. Uh, and that's always a very nice luxury to have. Tyreek Smith, another guy that's going to be an NFL draft pick when the time comes because that's just the talent that Ohio State has on the defensive line and has historically these past few seasons. But Tyreek Smith, definitely a good guy to have back on defense for Ohio State. And it's hopefully going to help improve that defense going into next season. So that's everybody leaving Ohio State. That's everybody coming back to Ohio State. If you want to talk about it a little bit more, if you want to share your thoughts on on what you think about these guys leaving and returning, please feel free to message me. You can uh, talk to me on Twitter at Dylan Tyre, D-Y-L-A-N-T-Y-R-E-R. You can send me an email at DylanTyre at Mac, M-A-C.com. Happy to talk about any of this with you. If you've got any questions you want answered on the podcast, I'd be happy to answer those going forward this offseason because we're going to have a lot of time to discuss things like this going forward until the next Ohio State football season starts. So that's going to do it for this week of Believe in Ohio State Football. Thanks very much for joining me this week, and I will plan on talking to you this time next week. Meet Janice. Unfortunately, her thing is sneeze attacks every time spring returns. I literally sneezed 40 times in a row once. Luckily for Janice, at the Walmart pharmacy, she can get over-the-counter allergy relief for things like sneezing, runny nose, and watery eyes, fast with online pickup or delivery. No more suffering? That's nothing to sneeze at. (laughs) I see what you did there. Help survive allergy season with fast online pickup or delivery from Walmart. Welcome to an easier pharmacy. Welcome to your Walmart. The living room is where you make life's most beautiful memories. But your sofa shouldn't be the one remembering them. The new life-resistant, high-performance furniture collection from Ashley is designed to withstand all the spills, slip-ups, and muddy paws that come with the best parts of life. Ashley high-performance sofas and recliners are soft, on-trend, and easy to clean. Shop the high-performance furniture in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home.